1: I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and in each weekly show, you'll hear the fascinating ways that other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. At the end of tonight's show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. Now, all over the world, people have many, many diverse interests, and in that vein, we ask how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset by utilizing the gifts that are seen in their name when we use namology science. Our expert tonight is Gail Minogue, who has developed her genius in the area of trends and forecasting. Now, Gail Minogue is a published authority in the symbolic relationship of numbers to our life, with solid experience as a licensed commodities broker since 1987, over 30 years now, and a history of offering visionary viewpoints on world events. Gail combines many disciplines to deliver wise perspectives coupled with practical understanding of trends and events, past, present, and future. She writes an absolutely amazing newsletter all the time that I never fail to read because it is just so interesting and so right on. Now, Gail assists individuals and organizations to navigate the dynamics of change so that they can become master builders of their future relationships and successes. She provides her clients with remarkable insights through a unique combination of trend analysis and forecasting, ancient and contemporary clinical data, Pythagorean numerology, plus the wisdom gained from her experience in business markets and her intensive study and use of intuitive spiritual systems. Now, Gail is based in Los Angeles and her specialty is integrating real-world experiences with holistic inner teachings. So, Welcome, Gail. I could go on and on and brag about yeah. you all the time and all the different things you've done, but you are definitely an agent, an agent of change. so welcome to know the name, know the genius in you. Well, thank you for having
2: me on. This is a pleasure. I always love love to be on your program, and I think it's a treat. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you. Now, you wrote a book recently, Divine Design: How You Created the Life You Are Living, And how is that different from other numerology books or Why did you choose to write that one? How is it helping?
2: Well, it helps people. In fact, um, I stopped selling on Amazon because I really, I just sell it off the website now, my website. And I have to go to reprint again. I have 30 books left. So it's really remarkable. Um, It is a book that helps people to understand the blueprint of their lives that they create before birth and um everything is in numerical order here there's a, a real order to everything in the heavens and on earth and their name is the order just like nameology looks at the letters i look at what i look at the numbers and it's like the um sacred blueprint of a person's life from the time they come in here to the time they leave um what they're all about you know the type of personality the type of destiny their karma corrections um their timing it's Everything is there, and they create this before birth, impress this name upon their parent's subconscious to give to them at birth. So basically we name ourselves, so we have this blueprint formula to be able to work out our life on. But most people don't know they have one, so they just kind of go forward. And they are really without um, any kind of guidebook, which they did come with, but this information is so hidden from the general population. So they just kind of go bumbling along till they get about 50, 40s, and they say, you know, I, I can't do this anymore. And then they finally um, make some changes to their lives that are more authentic for them. So it's fascinating. I do a lot of that work, and then I look at the big cycles and the trends that are going in our everyday lives that are affecting us so that people know how to handle um, what's going on in everyday existence here on
3: earth.
1: It's well, I know really... that when you were at our house, uh, when you were in San Antonio and, you know, my kids are so picky and they have been introduced to many, many people. And my daughter's pretty closed down on these things. You know, she's like, and eh, no, I don't think so. And she still talks about all the information that you were so kind to give her. And that you were the one that she listened to out of all the interesting people that have been in our house. Well, that is
2: so nice. You thank you.
1: Yeah. So, so everybody that's listening, Gail is definitely the real deal. If she gets my daughter's passive approval, you know, she's something special. So, well, this
2: is, you know, we just, we just, I'm just the messenger giving information and moving on. You know, we're we're all we're all doing we're all moving forward whether we believe we are or not.
1: Well, I don't think any of us would know how to go backwards, even if we had the opportunity.
2: No, you you, you try, and then you get really stuck, and now what do you do?
1: (laughs) Well, this is the part of the show where we interpret our guest's name. Are you ready? Sure. Okay, it says that you work incredibly hard, but when you're done with your work, you're done. It's like, okay, I'm done today. (laughs) I'll start again tomorrow. It says that the older you get, the more self-confident you get that you are here literally as an agent of change. So I love what you're doing because you're helping other people change and adapt to it more easily. Um, Your name also indicates that you're family oriented, that you um, have a very generous heart, that you've got a great sense of humor and that you know how to nurture, but you don't want to be told who, when, or where, you know, and to do that.
3: It also says,
1: (laughs) it also says that, Occasionally you can be oversensitive to criticism and want to shut down and quit. So I'm hoping that by this time in your life you've learned to get past that part. But that you're yes. also very observant and you don't miss much.
2: No, you know? I don't. I don't. Even And that's the good part about being observant. People really underestimate you because you you either disarm them and then they say, well, you know, they may discount a person who does that, but they never, never should do that. You know, always pay attention to the observer.
1: Yes. And it. Y- your name is very interesting because all the way through it says you are very good at manifesting. You're very good at details and that you really help other people get comfortable with change besides being flexible yourself. I mean, that's all the way through your name. So I love what you're doing because it's so, you know, perfect for your name. So well,
2: thank you. That's good to hear. <laughs> so <laughs> it's very so, good to hear. I like so the part the, where I get better as I get older. That's good.
1: Yeah, I like that part, too. I always think, oh, they did wise when they were planning out their blueprint. When yeah. um, when you look at your aspect of the world and how you're participating, have you used your trend-setting skills to guide your own life as you're going through, Gail?
2: Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. Definitely. I mean, fortunately, by knowing this information, um, I know the sky is not falling, you know, chicken little, and, uh, you know, that this period will pass. And what do I need to do that I can either, you know, reach more people, monetize myself so I can stay above water and be able to move forward in spite of what's going on around or these changes or these up- upheaval, the chaos that's going on all around. But it's all temporary. It's all temporary.
1: Now, and, in, in your newsletter, you keep talking about we just got to get to 2024. That's correct. So, so talk it's to gotta, us about just, that.
2: Y'all hang in there, everybody. 2024. <laughs> yes. Don't, so, don't, don't give up the ship, <laughs> just so, stay on it.
1: So what do you see before 2024? Just an overview, because we'll get in more details on the next section. And what do you see well, after 2024? What's the demarcation?
2: OK, The 2024 is the demarcation where um we, we have gone through sort of a death and transformation, particularly in the United States, a destruction of an old way of living, existing, running, and all of the rest, into a um, what we'll call more enlightened period after 2024. We're still very much a country that has – if you rank countries, there's barbarians, there's civilization – And there's decadence. And America is working from barbarian into civilization. She's not there yet. And this period, as you can see, has brought out some basic, basic instincts that are not really nice. And you have to bring this out in order to transform. The transformational year is 2024. And this awful period, or this tough period, I should say, started in 2008. So it's a long one, and it is, in, you're right in the crosshairs now. Um, the hardest years are now, and the hard, hard years will be over January 2021. And then there's some light, but not till 2024. And then you have more enlightened pop- population or citizen, and you begin to go in the opposite direction where it's more or less right now a corporate government rulership you will be go more into a people enlightened rulership so a lot of things you're seeing the ending of a lot of old old stuff in the united states it's actually a revolution the united states is experiencing her first american revolution from
3: 1776
1: okay now hold that thought through
2: this recycle yes
1: Hold that thought because we need to take our break, our first break, To so stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is heard on XZBN.net Radio and XZone Broadcast Network and on KnowTheName.com. Now, after the break, we're going to find out if Gail sees a recession or financial challenges for all of us in 2019. Stay tuned.
4: Yeah.
2: Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told
4: me. SIMULTV.com Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com
1: Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Now, our guest tonight is Gail Minogue, who identifies businesses and world trends. Her website is her name, gailminogue.com. And of course, you're going to want to know how to spell that. Gail is G-A-I-L, and Minogue is M-I-N-O-G-U-E. And we'll give it to you again a few more times. Keep listening. But it's gailminogue.com. You can also see that on our websites and on our show notes. So you can get the spelling there also. Now, beforehand, before we started, when you were talking about this transition that we're in the worst of it now, January 2021, it starts to get better, but the real demarcation is 2024. I was passing through, I'm drive, I drove down to Florida today um, for a convention where I'm talking. And as I was passing through Alabama, I stopped at one of their rest stops, and it had this big plaque of how many individuals through all the wars from the Revolutionary War to the Civil War to the uh, Vietnam War, the World War I, World War II, Korean War, Gulf War, how many people died just from Alabama and how many were missing in actions and how many got wounded and how many are still not accounted for. And the numbers to me were incredible. And as I looked at the dates and I looked at the numbers, I thought we are a warring nation. Do you see yeah. that come to a halt?
2: Well, that as we as we become out of the barbarian phase of of development, which is what we have been in, and going more into a civilized phase, um, yes, you're going to see less and less of that. Right now, everybody's armed to the teeth in America, and we still have this what we call barbarian. Um, we're in that we're on the doorway to civilization, and so you know if you look at you say Europe, Europe has already gone through barbarian and then went into civilization, it's now more on the decadent side, where it doesn't react to everything, it doesn't go to war for everything, it's sort of like, well, that's not really worth it. So they're more, more oh, okay, so you don't see a lot of the, um, say, up-and-coming innovations so much coming out of Europe. It's going on the other side, where the barbarian civilized Americans are just coming into civilization where they will be more uh, basically civilized. They won't... The prime example was the case of this NAFTA agreement, which you saw Mexico, Canada, and America all squabbling, and, and Trump decides to change it, whereas in Europe it's through referendum or group thing, or there's, there's meetings, there's you know all that kind of discussion. One person doesn't say, I'm just going to go do this, and that's what I'm going to do. And so this is where we're learning how to be civilized. All three of those countries... Mexico, Canada, and the United States were all previous colonies. And this huge difference. They're still trying to find their way in the world and make a place for themselves in the world. So even though it looks like America is so, you know, you know, it's the leader and all that, right now the world is leaderless. But America had the mantle for quite a while. And now she's learning to come out of this barbarian phase of war, 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 and but not before 2024 you're going to start to see some of these enlightened people start running the country so you're you're seeing the last or a dying breed of leaders that are very tied to the old structure and so, so that, this is this is very big change but we have to go through this and it is a revisit of the American Revolution constitution bill of rights are we living up to what we said we would do as a nation, and why were we even formed? What's the bigger reason? That's the important issue to, to really focus on. Why was this country allowed to blossom forth and to do so well, you know, really financially, successfully, um, not really had really wars on its shores? And if it did, it was it won them. And um, what why what was the purpose of this place so there is a specialness about the purpose of this country but you are finding now you will see when this 2024 what the U.S. will do is take her place among nations and share leadership which she has not been doing well, you know, it's a breakdown we're breaking down the leadership of the United States and we're really, uh, in many ways, trying to go back to what we had, which is an impossible condition. We cannot, that will not work.
1: Yeah, we can't everything go backwards. A,
2: no, everything is moving forward. We're very, we're very, very much, we're a five country, and we have to keep moving forward. We are the agent of change, the, the United States.
3: The would United would, States
1: is the would you agree that, that it's like the United States is a teenager when they think they know it all? and that we're now Fair moving so. into adulthood. It's a,
2: it's a rootless place. It wiped out all the people who were the indigenous people here, so they all came from someplace else. So it's a hodgepodge of everybody and no roots. No roots here. The roots were rooted in Europe or the roots were rooted in Asia or the roots were rooted someplace else. So it's a rootless so they start out without that root and as more or less a teenager and a more or less barbarian. <laughs> and so we're coming out of that, but it takes time to develop to really we're very civilized about how we do things. Right now, you know, we show up in Walmart and shoot somebody, you know, um because of whatever took place in the aisle.
1: yeah, which I think is just crazy, especially on Good Friday when people get so angry when they're in lines. So
2: yeah, I mean, it's just the way this is that you see this in America as not being really. It's still that barbarian element to us, and it's still that we put our emphasis on our, our wars and our defense, <laughs> you know. And meanwhile, I mean, in L.A., we have a huge number of thousands of people who are sleeping in the streets.
1: Well, your the, weather's the, so nice there. <laughs> if you're going to do that, that's a good place there in San Diego. Yeah,
2: well, yeah, but, you know, the, the right now we're freezing. Of course, what's freezing in L.A. is probably warm to somebody else, but... I, I've got four layers on, and I mean, that's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> but well, you 24. guys aren't used to it.
2: <laughs> not at all. Oh, no.
1: Okay, no. so you say that the U.S. is kind of moving into becoming a team player. That's the whole goal by 2024? Yeah, it, it, well,
2: it's being forced or, to. Play. It's being forced to. It's setting itself up. It's removing itself from groupthink and trying to do this um, binary system of deals, which is not going to work. It works because that's what he, the Trump person who's in the position right now to to really uh, slash and burn and, and help or towards this revolution, um, it, it, he'll be passing on out of the scene. But the United States will be sharing its power because China will be there. China is is the rising star and China is going to be a serious, serious contender.
1: Well,
3: so that's.
2: We, we have to share. We have to learn to share, and that's not our style and because we've always, quote, been number one.
3: Doesn't right. Mean it's that like an only well.
1: child. It's like an only child versus a, a child that grows up with a lot of siblings, and the only child ha- finds it harder to learn to share than the one that grows up with a ton of siblings. Well,
2: you, you, it, it's got to do with our, our origins, how we came together. We've always had a racial problem in this country. We've always had an immigrant uh, challenge in this country because we're a nation of immigrants. We weren't born here. I mean, our original source came from Ireland or China or wherever you, ever, you so, know. So, we we're rootless and but that means you are free to be an individual, which is the whole purpose of this country is to develop the individual in the collective. And how do you do that? So we're the experiment for the world. We are to learn how to develop the individual in the collective. That's why they have the ACLU, and you still have the collective to really contend with. So you have a real unique condition here, and we are ushered in the uh, Aquarian Age. When the Aquarian Age is full blossomed, when it will be, then America will have played its role in getting it on its way. Well, at least we have a
1: purpose.
3: Pardon me? We do have a
2: purpose. purpose. We have a great responsibility because we, believe it or not, are to teach the world how to assimilate. So what we have is every kind of issue around assimilation and immigration right there uh, on the top of your nose. So you have to deal with it.
1: Now, on your website, you and I'm going to say it again, it's gailminogue.com. Um, you mentioned some different tips to have in a recession. So can you just give us two of those tips fairly quickly? Because we don't have very long to go before our break.
2: Okay. Live beneath your means. And each year make 10% more than you did the previous year. I don't care how you have to do it as long as it's legal.
1: Well, that's and a good And always
2: way. remember that you are self-employed, even if you work for the government. Because anything can change here. You always need to look that you're your own employer. And you use the government to subsidize you while you're your own employer. So live beneath your means for one year.
1: You know, I think that would be a great suggestion for everybody every year is to live below your means.
2: And because of how uh, how inflation and everything else has gone up, you need to try to create 10% more each year than you made the prior year.
1: And regardless of how we do it, as long as it's legal.
2: Yeah, as long as it's legal and, you, you, and, you, and it doesn't kill you, you know. I mean, they cookies. I don't care. You know, walk dogs. <laughs> rent do a room something. out in your house.
1: <laughs> but but do something. Well, stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is heard on XZBN.net radio and XZone Broadcast Network and on Knowthename.com. Now, this show is dedicated to knowing more about upcoming trends. And after the break, we're going to find out about some of the different trends that Gale sees for 2019. So stay
3: tuned.
1: Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Gail Minogue, author of Divine Design, How You Created the Life You Are Living. Her website is her name. Gail is spelt G-A-I-L, and Minogue is M-I-N-O-G-U-E dot com. Now, Gail, on your website um, or on your blog on GailMinogue.com, you mentioned that 2019 is a three-universal year. So what does that mean for, for anybody who doesn't know numerology and doesn't know that what a three means?
2: Okay, well, every year there's a, a universal year, and you get that universal yield by adding the numbers of the year together. So this is 2019, so 2 plus 1 is 3. 3 plus 9 is 12. 1 and 2 is 3. So it's a three-universal year. So in a three-universal year, it's the result of the combination of the universal year one or 2017 and 2018 year two results in the creation of what occurs in 2019 so you want to take a look at 2017 and 2018 here's the results so here's the baby from combining year one and two this is what you got and you get 2019 you get a three year and this is the result so if you look back 2017, 2018, everything that was done over those years has resulted in what we have now. And so usually we'd say it's a very creative number. Three is very creative. Uh, We go on three strikes. You know, there's a lot of threes in everything. We go on three. But um, three is always the result of the combination of the one or, say, the sperm plus the egg creates the baby. So here's the baby that we created from working 2017, 2018, with the leadership we have, with all the issues they have, here's the result. And we have to say, do we like this? No. (laughs) No, we don't. (laughs) Everybody's angry.
1: Well, it doesn't matter which side you're on. Everybody's angry. So what I'm seeing is a trend right now from all the name readings I'm doing is that so many people are reevaluating their relationships, and a lot of long-term relationships are breaking up. Are you seeing that in these trends with numerology also or seeing something different?
2: I don't see so much relationships breaking up. I see um, that we're, we're going in a direction right now of a lot of things crumbling, not just relationships, but systems, institutions, things that you counted on, not there. You can't look to the government to help you. You can't look to, say, a person to save you. These are the things that are crumbling. And so we're going to be creating new systems, but they're not here yet, and they're not in place yet. So even the job market is basically up for grabs because so much is now under contractors rather than employees. And so so you, you can't depend on a corporate condition either.
1: So in other words, don't expect somebody to come rescue. You've got to figure it out for yourself and where yes, you're going and how you're going exactly to make it. exactly
2: right. Exactly right. And so, it's really scaring people.
1: Well, a lot of people are moving right now. I, I mean, it's a tremendous number of people. I mean, I look at the trends of what kind of questions people are asking during their personal readings with me, and it seems like our nation's on the move. And in one of your blogs on your website, gailmanog.com, you address how to purchase a house by the numbers. And so first, is this good timing to buy a house? And what do we know about houses based on their numbers?
2: Well, each house has, a, has an address. I mean, it's, you know, my address has a certain three numbers on my house. And I would add these together and reduce the number and I would find out that I'm in a certain number for that house. Each house number has its distinct personality. One through nine, every number has a distinct personality and characteristic. Now, if you move into that house, and it, it also equals one of your missing numbers in your name. Say, for instance, you move into a six house, but you have no letter that gives you a six in your name. So no letter F, no letter O, or no letter X. Those are all sixes. That's six and 15 and 24. If you have no six in your name and you go in and you move into a six or any combination that results in a six, you'll activate the karma around that six. So houses can be heaven and hell. depends on your name at birth and what your karmic issues are. They you know you a house can be just fabulous, but if it hits on one of these missing numbers in your name, you can activate a whole set of problems for yourself moving in that property. So a lot of people come to me. Because they're going to buy a house, they're going to rent, they're going to, they're going to um, move somehow. They want to downsize or they just, you know, whatever. And they want to know, what, I could, what should I look for? Because there's numbers that really make, based on your name, are really good for you. And there's numbers that you need to stay away from. But irregardless, if you, even if you had no missing numbers, each house has a characteristic. Do you want to live in that? So, for instance, if I move into a house, that totals up to a number and reduces to an eight. Do I want to be a successful person living in that house, dress as well, look successful, makes the money, takes care of the money, and do what you want, all that responsibility that goes with money and success and power? That's a big eight. If you don't, don't move in there. Eight rules karma, general karma. It's ruled by Saturn, Lord of Karma. So eight is you either do this or it's going to be difficult for you to stay there unless you do. Interesting. Yeah, every house has a number. Every office has a number. And so you want to look at your office number and how that works for you or doesn't.
1: You know, when I go through the newspapers, and like I've moved, like it seems like forever, but I've actually moved 53 times in this world. And so... When I'm looking at um, house numbers or apartment numbers or whatever, what I've noticed is so many times the majority of places that are on the market either add up to four or six. So what do those mean?
2: Well, four is all about work, order, discipline, and all of that kind of thing. So if you move into that house, plan on working. And the house also will need work meaning you'll have to work on the house and you'll have to work for yourself as well. I mean, it's just, it's a house that wants people who work, maybe not to be workaholics, but certainly um, if you look at four, it boxes you in. So it's not what I call an expansive house. It's a, it can be productive, but it will require you to work and work hard. And if you don't want to do that, don't move in there.
1: Okay. What about a six?
2: A six is, I love six. Six is. Very family, very domestic, very warm, very, but unless you're missing a six. And if you're missing a six, guess what? It's too much responsibility. It's too much domestic responsibility. I have a client who um, ended up moving into a six house and didn't come to me beforehand, but six is his karmic number. And, of course, when he moved in there, he had, like, two children. Well, his wife had two more, and then she developed a brain disorder. So now he's a single, I mean, she's not working at all. There's four children. He has all the responsibility of earning a living and making sure the household runs smoothly. And he said, how do I get? At, how, do, how do? I calm this all down and stop something? I said, you're going to have to move. As long as you live in that house, you're going to have all that responsibility.
1: And do you find that sometimes when people move from one house, if they haven't cleared whatever it is they're supposed to live in that, that they end up moving into another house with the same number?
2: Well, sometimes they do, and sometimes it's because they're in a pinnacle, or I call it a time zone that matches that number. So as long as they're in that time zone, they're always going to be drawn to that number on a house or an office. So say you're in pinnacle zone five, you're going to be drawn to five houses by naturally, and you're also drawn to your karmic number in a house because there's a part of you that knows you have to fulfill it and fix it. Okay, and so, so you will be drawn to that house itself.
1: What's a pinnacle? For those of us who don't a pinnacle know pinnacle is a hours. time
2: zone, and it's a configuration of adding your month to the day, and then the day to the year. And you get four of these in your life, and depending on what pinnacle you're in, you will be working under that. It's like a circus tent. I'm in pinnacle number six circus tent for these number of years. And so it's, it can be during that pinnacle that you'll also be drawn to one of these house numbers that matches it.
3: Interesting. So like, whoa.
2: Yeah, so people who say you're in a pinnacle seven, which is very much a retreat type of number, it's a more cerebral number, more restorative or inward, If say you're in a pinnacle seven and you're missing a seven and you get into a seven house. It's like you could die in there and nobody would know because this is where you went to retreat. This is where you went you worked on your inner self. You worked all this stuff. So if you don't want that or you want to date and be more social, don't move into a seven house.
1: Real quickly, um, what do you see with our new president and the United States' relationships with Russia and China? Just give us the overview, and then we'll get into details when we come back from the break.
2: Well, I do believe that he has a very strong relationship with Russia. And I do believe that um, he has never figured out, he'll never figure out China. China will maybe work economic arrangement with us, but it will never have a political arrangement that we could understand. It's still based on a dynasty type of arrangement. So we're going to have trade issues with them for some time. Even if the tariffs are lifted, lifted we will have trade issues with China. And Russia is really a very – it ranks about 11th in GDP. It's a very poor country. Um, so all it can do is cyber attack. That's a strength because it doesn't have much else. It has huge problems, in, in, in domestic problems a very weak military, but it can do cyber attacks because it trained so many engineers um, coming out of when it was the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, stay tuned. We We need to um, stay tuned because we need to take another break to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xcbn.net and knowthename.com. After the break, we're going to find out what Gail has in her name that has assisted her that you just might have in your name as well. Stay
3: tuned.
4: Yeah. Guys,
2: you'll never guess what my psychic
4: guru just told me. SIMULTV.com Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com SIMULTV.com
1: Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Gail Minogue, whose website is her name, Spelt G-A-I-L, and Minogue is M-I-N-O-G-U-E. Now, she's taken her ability to forecast future trends to a level where she's able to assist others better prepare for their own futures. Okay, so we were talking about um, Donald Trump's relationship with Russia and China. Did you want to add anything to that before I ask another question?
2: Well, I think that we need to understand uh, that Donald Trump is... A temporary player okay he is breaking up things that we used and worked for us he does not understand policy and he doesn't understand China so he is really a bull in a China shop and um, he will have to learn to share with China the power of the world and or the United States will have to learn to share Russia okay. is not the power that we give it at all. He has been dealing with them and their oligarchs and their banking situation for a very long time. So his is a personal relationship with Russia. And he is just what you, you, know, just what you would expect in that situation. It's a lot yeah. of, of leftover IOUs and all these kind of things with that. Okay. So and that and Donald, what I would,
1: yeah. And Donald Trump's numbers, okay? Mm-hmm. Is he missing any numbers? Is there no. No, he's not
2: missing any numbers at all. No. But he has very, very poor self esteem. I would think, I think that honestly, he had a learning disability when he was very young, he was never properly diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Um, he was sent away to shape him up when he was 14 to the military academy because that's what you did when you didn't know what to do with an unruly kid. And then he got even worse. There became more of a bully, and that's how he's conducted his life. He's very much caught at that age, about eight to ten.
1: Okay, that's he, interesting he, that, yeah. that, that he doesn't also miss any numbers. What does that generally mean? He doesn't miss
2: mean? any numbers, so he's on. He is, um, you know, I, I mean, I could point to several homeless people who are no missing numbers, because basically they're kind of... I don't have any missing numbers. However, um, there's other numbers that in my chart tell a story of why I would act and behave a certain way. And in his his chart, there is a lot of what I call grandiosity in his chart. And there's a lot of bad self-esteem. So you put these two together, and it's really a toxic cocktail. And he's done a very good job of... Volatility, um, you know, showing us the poorer side of our nature.
3: But so, it was always
2: there. But he's well, done a very good job of presenting it to us for, so to bring it under the light of day. And that rooms religion, which is also fading away. Religions are also going down, and they're fading away. All this stuff is, is, is drifting away. But I mean, this is what a dying fire looks like. It bursts at the end trying to hang on.
1: Well, what is that Chinese saying? May you live in interesting times, right? I think we're all in them.
2: And it's scaring the bejeebers out of people.
1: Now, on your very well-researched blog that I just love to read, um, you once mentioned that we suffer when we interfere with another person's decisions. Would you elaborate on that for us, please?
2: Yeah, we're not here to save anyone. People have to get that. We're not here to save anyone. And there... Particularly when people get to be 18, 19, you need to allow them to um, go their way and fall down and some of them will and fall out um, but we are not to this is another soul on their journey and we're not to really try to make them do what we think they should do It's not our job the soul yeah. is on its own journey and it does take 30 years. get out of childhood 30 years so people who think they know everything in their 20s are still in childhood the soul cycles are seven years long and it takes four of them just to get to 29 where we can then transition out of childhood
1: well and i think if we all lived longer that would be easier (laughs) well
2: we're supposed to live longer we don't think so because man-made rules tell us we're to retire somewhere in our 60s, um, and that, that's the most ridiculous thing. The soul doesn't come here to retire at all, ever. And it's on a journey, and it's at least 120 years here, but most people, are, they think it's a big deal if they make it to 90. And they check out around 84, 85, they're gone, or 88, 89, they check out.
1: Why is that?
2: Well, because, you know, we're all tied to the heavens. Everything is tied to the constellations. And these constellations, um, we are given that when we take our first breath, we're magnetized by the constellation that was there at our birth. And that's what magnetizes us while we're here. So as these planets move about, the energy shifts and changes. You complete. You complete certain cycles. Well, a very prominent cycle is completed at 84. And so say, well, wait a minute. Do I want to bother to stay here anymore? And the soul is saying, yes or no. And the body is saying, well, am I relevant anymore here? Do I really want to stick? Why do I stay? I can't even have babies anymore or children. What's my relevancy? And the body, if the body doesn't feel it has any relevancy, it'll start checking out. And, this, and the big another big cycle occurs at 88, 89, and that's when people, well, I didn't get out on the last one. I'm calling out on this one. And Interesting. Don't.
1: Interesting.
2: Yeah, and it's all tied to the, the heavenly system that's in place the moment you took your first breath so you're tied to the heavens and when you leave you'll leave this body and your and your uniform behind and you'll take everything you learned including your senses with you the senses and everything you learn go with you your astral body your etheric body out of here folks so you're out and now you have another another level that you're going to be learning on or living on what have you but we can't even comprehend that because we're so tied here. You know, we're tied to our mortgages and we're tied to our, you know. But I just had a phone call that a classmate of mine died Saturday night in an auto accident. And I'm like, wow. I mean, that's big because I know she didn't think she was going out to to die that night. Well, i got to live, though. You have to and, live that because
1: it's always with you. I look at it that... I immediately think, lucky her, it was quick.
3: Yes. (laughs) Yes, and it was quick.
1: You know, I always think if you're going to go, let's go fast.
2: Yeah, if if that'll do it, then if you go fast, that's good, other than lingering (laughs) around. Yeah. um, Yeah, or going out with a debilitating disease where you do linger and you fight it until it finally wins, which it's always going to anyway.
1: Right, that's what I'm saying. When, when I hear about something like that, I think, God bless them, at least they got to go fast. So yes, changing the subject a little bit, what are the latest trends and forecasts for businesses and for people in general that would be helpful for them to know?
2: Well, there's a very big trend coming in in another month, and it's just uh, going to set up for about seven and a half years here a very different system of financial financials for the world, and that will affect banking, it will affect all kinds of things having to do with corporations, but it's definitely going to happen to the financial world. So a lot of what we now use as currencies, how we do currencies, is all going to change. But it hasn't happened because it's not here yet, and that big transit's coming in, it's big, and it will involve different ways we farm, different ways we get our food, different ways we spend our money. Uh, This currency, this cryptocurrency, the um, the platform, uh, the Bitcoin platform will be utilized. All of this, what we see now and how we do our money, we will not. You won't believe what will be in another seven and a half years. However, um, there are other things that will change. Social Security is going to change as a result of this. If you go back to when last time this transit was here, it was when uh, Social Security was formed. Back in 35, well, it's back for the first time to repeat, now to modify. And so you're going to see changes to are definitely the way we conduct ourselves in the financial world. So some of these big financial houses and how we operate are going to close or end or die.
1: And that would and show up in a personal chart exactly. It'll show up in a
2: personal chart. It'll show up as a general cultural societal change
1: so guys if you want to know how that's going to show up in your chart give gail a call gail thank you so much for taking your time and being with us
2: my thank you for thinking of me and thank you for your patience with me thank you
1: oh our pleasure be prepared and comforted and also motivated to action when you get to experience gail's work now again her website is her name gailmanog.com it's g-a-i-l and then Minogue is M-I-N-O-G-U-E, and that's .com. Now, Gail's name excels at assisting others to change gracefully and not to be afraid of what lies ahead. And this is found in the first name where the first letter is a G. And she also brings people to her that want to make these changes easily and comfortably. And that's because there's also a G in her last name. So G's are all about change. So if you have G's in your name, you too have the ability to assist others to gracefully embrace change. Do you know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which can be heard every weekday at various hours right here on XZBN.net radio, an XZone broadcast radio station. Now tune in to hear the fascinating ways other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they're able to accomplish, and you, in each show, you know that at the end, you get to hear about a letter and what it'll mean in your name. You know, you can give yourself the gift of a name reading also by visiting knowthename.com. This is Sharon Lynn Wyeth signing off.
0: The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L A M A R Z U L L I.net.
5: You have heard of the X Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.
0: Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money.